0: Just winds up a little a little off speed and he catches me stepping and I just shrugged and it went past me and he goes gotcha and he just bolts he just ran off the floor.
1: Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Every week we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies, coaches, and special guests. This is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast.
0: Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, goalies from around the world. Welcome to the Lax Goalie Rap Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Damon. This is the Lax Goalie Rap Podcast. It is the show 100% dedicated to the lacrosse goalie. And on this show, it's my job to track down the best goalies, best coaches, best trainers, best anything related to lacrosse goalie. Interview them, find out what makes them so great. What are some ways that they think about this position? What are some things that they know that perhaps can help your game? My guest on this week's show is none other than Redbeard himself, Travis Sentin. Redbeard underscore lax is the Instagram. This is a guy I've been following for a long time, um, watching his stick stringing abilities and the wands that he puts together. We have a great conversation about sticks, about stringing, about mesh. Also, Travis is a big-time box goalie and played in the World Game, so we talked quite a bit about that experience of being a box goalie, and you're going to love this episode. So, ladies and gentlemen, please enjoy this episode with Travis Redbeard. This episode is brought to you by the Lacrosse Goalie Summit 6 March 28th through April 1st we've got 12 of the best lacrosse goalie coaches in the business lined up to give you free presentations, free coaching sessions on different elements of lacrosse goalie play. It's going to be an amazing event. If you're a goalie, if you're a goalie mom or dad, if you're a coach who needs to work with the goalies, I definitely recommend attending this event. The goal of this entire thing is to level up your goalie game. Guaranteed you're going to get inspiration. You're going to learn a ton about the goalie position, things that you never even thought about, things you never knew, or maybe even just a new way of looking at things. It's going to be tons of fun. We got a lot of giveaways from our sponsors, so we'll be giving away free uh, lacrosse goalie product as well. To get a ticket, it's free to sign up, absolutely free to attend live. You can get a ticket at goaliesummit.com dot com get a free ticket. You'll then, after you sign up, have the opportunity to buy the VIP pass, which is replays to everything. But first, you got to go to goaliesummit.com and get signed up. I'll see you on March 28th. Gonna be awesome. Well it's a pleasure to welcome to the show. It's Redbeard, Redbeard Lacrosse. Although now that I'm looking at you, Travis, it's red Red Goatee. Red goatee lacrosse. Do we have to change up that handle?
0: Uh, A couple people have already commented on it at uh, at my men's league and and just something I wanted to change up a little bit right after New Year's and you know it's kind of been sticking so yeah well you look good you look good my man welcome to the show thank you thank you very excited to be here
1: yeah I'd love to I'd love to hear um, how you got started with lacrosse and more specifically like you know the first time you jumped into goal if you remember
0: yeah Um, I mean uh, I'm a listener so like I saw your post about the three reasons and one of which was you know, um the team needed one and some of the guys that I played roller hockey with in the fall and the winter knew that I was a goalie and they're like, Oh, Travis knows how to stop a puck. He can stop a ball, it shouldn't be too hard. I got thrown in, um, ended up scoring on myself in the first game. Uh <laughs> I the ball, pulled, like on a pulled.
1: on a like pulled, like how like like trying to no, it? I made the safe, dropped to my
0: feet went to clamp it and I, sh- and I raked it back and I did like, you know, you know, the, the clamp and rake. And I ended up uh, raking the ball between my legs. Cause it was just hard packed dirt and rolled between my legs and in the goal. And I remember hearing parents and kind of giving them like my first like chirp ever of like, that's not funny or something stupid like that. And, <laughs> and just kind of continued on with the game. But yeah, you know, that, that was my first time ever in goal.
1: Nice man. Nice. What, yeah. what do you love most about uh, lacrosse goalie?
0: Um, You could be the difference. You can really be the difference when in in a game. Um, That pressure is a lot of fun. I love uh, breakaways. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Being you know going from the hockey to to field lacrosse and then back into like almost like a hockey lacrosse aspect mesh. Uh, uh, Breakaways are fun. Anytime there's a shootout, I'm always for it. Um, And uh, I love outlets. So like being able to be the restart. So you're stopping the, the the their pressure and then restarting the offense um apples and assists are my my bread and butter i love it i love being able to throw and everybody looks at me with like 45 pounds of gear on going how is he able to like just send this thing on a rope across the fo- across the floor but it gets there and, it, and it's and it's just a lot of fun just having fun with it so
1: love it man yeah. love it so how did you um i guess when did box first enter for you because you're both you played both field and box goalie mm-hmm. Um, right away were you, were you playing box goalie as well as, as field or was it was it kind of one after the other
0: no so so it was one after the other so you know um, field lacrosse went to school came home and then I knew I still wanted to play played some indoor played some co-ed leagues wasn't really working out I mean there wasn't a lot in New Jersey to begin with um, especially in my area it's 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 not huge it's big now then no way but um I wanted to play and then there was a local rink and I knew the guy from um coaching and, and saying hey you know we're gonna put a box league in if you buy the gear you play for free and I'm like all right this this is easy didn't realize that it was a couple grand investment but you know yeah, right. it was what it wasn't yeah, right. it paid for itself after a few seasons but we got into it and I just fell in love with it I got the legs got the pants got the uppers and just started finding leagues and then i've met guys from philadelphia that played in the philadelphia box across association which has been around since 1986 and asked me to play in the summer and like come down play with us and it's been kind of you know history ever since it's taken me uh, some some pretty neat places from awesome. starting back in 2012 until now so it's, it's it's pretty nice
1: that's awesome i i played um some box goalie but like the way we did it because we are cal lacrosse team would play box you know just to kind of get more experienced um off season and we didn't have any of the pads so they would just like i would just wear the normal field setup and Mm. like even set up like like a field goalie just expecting all the shots to go low and i just got tore up (laughs) i mean you know box like you get there's the the number of shots you see is way more and so i was like i don't i would rather just be a field player. Um, And Mm -hmm. a lot of people, when they ask me that, like, Hey, do you think box is good for your field game? I go based on my experience and I'm like, I didn't like, I thought I got more value just being in the field and working on my stick skills and running around. What, what about for you? Do you, how would you answer that question?
0: So I I mean, I get it a lot, especially when coaching and they, they find out that I play and, and um the biggest thing that I find and, and the biggest advantage that I, that I took from it was actually sitting on shots and what I mean by that. And I'm sure you understand what that means, but um, just, just waiting, 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 and then, and then let them kind of throw themselves out of position. Mm-hmm. So guys will go. So, uh, you know, what, what I teach, teach kids is, you know, um, field guys like the fake North South. So fake high, shoot low, fake low, shoot high boxes, a lot of East West. Oh, fake, you know, fake fake east, shoot west, fake west, shoot east. Exactly. Yeah. Just to try to move you off your angle, move you off your post and just kind of give yourself the easy goal. So I, I force myself just to sit on it. Just just sit on the shot, sit on the fake, sit on the fake. Okay, respect the first one, see where his body position is, look where the shoulders are, look where like his hand is kind of loading. If it looks like he's just gonna go for another fake, if his hand's too far out, he's gonna go for another fake. If it's back here, you he might go for the shot. Mm-hmm. So once I see that kind of head kind of cocked back and ready to shoot that's when I kind of make my move or explode or just, just kind of take up that angle. So that, that aspect of it, I've learned a lot from, and, and um, even, even like challenging outside shots, because I know I'm not, you know, essentially going to get hurt per se. There are some spots, but like. Challenging that shot, taking a step out and really forcing them to shoot around you or, or timing that step when getting out. Cause I still step on a 45 and it still kind of gets me in trouble sometimes playing on, a pro four by four, nine. Um, and there's, there is, there are spots to, to, to hit and guys do hit them, but, um, taking a big step out and challenging that shot and just seeing where it goes. So like if we're in a warm up or whatever, I'll just stand at the top of the crease and just say, okay, try to shoot shoot around me and I won't move and I'll let them and nine times out of 10, they'll just hit off the legs, hit off the stick, mm-hmm. arm, elbow, shoulder cap, side of the helmet, whatever it is, but just to feel, you know, like I'm in my position. I know where I am in my arc. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of like the biggest thing for me that that I've found.
1: I I agree with that 100. There's certainly mm-hmm. like, I mean, just there's two things for me. One, just seeing the the number of shots. I think mm-hmm. that you know a lot of young goalies need to see more shots. And I think even if you got the gear on the box gear, just the fact that you're seeing shots and you're seeing how shooters shoot at different angles and different positions and I had one goalie on, I think it might've been blaze who was just like, there's like an almost an infinite number of ways that like lacrosse shooters can shoot. When you think mm-hmm. about the stick angle of release and you think about just everything going on, but the more uh, reps you get, the more you can be like, Oh, I've seen this shot before. It's a rollback low to low. You know, you just, you just get more familiar with the shot. So I think that helps quite a bit uh, when you go over to the field game. Would, would you agree with that?
0: 100% and and one thing another thing is uh screens, screens working on yeah. screens you don't see too many of it because guys want to sweep get their hands free and box you're just you're, you're hoping you know you could even just see the thing past the guy's head because mm-hmm. a good shooter will, will hitch and then try to shoot around a shoulder shoot over their shoulder just just you know their team will come in set a double pick and now you got three guys in front of you and you don't know like you know blaze blaze is saying you don't know if it's coming over the top. You don't know if it's coming around the shoulder. You don't know if they're trying to do a worm burner around their legs or whatnot. So you're just kind of guessing. And again, like sitting on that and then just seeing it last minute and then reacting. Yeah. So that's that, that's been that's been a lot of fun and a lot of, you know, really challenging to like work on and try to like force myself to to get to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I love that concept of sitting on the shot. I think that a lot of goalies are just so uh, like, like, like ready to go. And then the shot comes and, oh, I got to go you know mm-hmm. and they and they're not necessarily like seeing where it's going and then mm-hmm. you know reacting to it and um yeah i mean I, I think that the more patience you can have the better you're going to be but but you got to have explosion uh, as well so it's a fine line <laughs> for sure
0: do
1: for you sure. ever like have you ever gotten the two confused and, and what i mean by that is so like if there's a shot to your to your off stick shoulder in box like the move is kind of just like stick your shoulder up. Right. In field, it's it's get your stick, it's get your top hand over. Have you ever like, I mean, I don't know. I've ever been playing field and gotten a shot and made kind of like a box save.
0: Oh, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. So yeah, going like when I when I haven't been in a field cage in oh wow, probably going on three years now, Mm -hmm. just because of pandemic and just because of of just availability. But um, when I was going kind of back and forth, um, yeah, exactly, exactly that just off stick off stick side would end up just kind of being this big shoulder. To, I mean, you watch blaze play and he, he does a lot of that in, in cage. Anyway, he uses his, his, his frame. I yeah. mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, a wider dude as is. So like it, I used it to my advantage at times, but, um, and not even thinking, you know, just, just very instinctual muscle memory of just kind of just shrugging, you know, coming up just wings. And doing that, yeah, I've, I've taken a few off the bicep, off the shoulder, or just kind of leaning in and, and putting my chest in the way, knowing that, like, I have that angle and I'm, I'm confident in that. But, you know, you suffer for a little bit, but you still make the save. So yeah, it's like, you know, again, <laughs> catch 22 and, and and the full, like, you know, goalie life right there. So it, it is what it is.
1: Yeah. But yeah so I was going to ask it, you it, if you wear any additional, fair. like, being a box goalie, when you go over to the field game, do you wear any additional padding or do, or do you wear the regular Field setup, just chest, chest protector, cup, gloves. No, I mean, I think the
0: only thing that I would change. I mean, just I had an old Harrow chest and still wear it. Uh, Super Freak gloves. um The only thing that I did change was actually my jock. I went from just a traditional, you know, uh, cup to a hockey cup.
1: Yeah, you
0: get a little bit more lower abdomen coverage. I mean, and um, you know, and you just you just get a little more protection. And the mobility is exactly the same. So, I mean, like you, you have like the toolbox that's made by warrior mm-hmm. 100% recommend that to any field goalie, or if you want to get into something a little more protective, that's not going to be restricting, go for it. Just try it. There's, there's a bunch of affordable options and just, just try it just to see.
1: Yeah. It gives you a lot more confidence, huh? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause not only like, cause I remember when I first started, I used just a bikey or bike or whatever it is like regular cups right and yeah kind the of white like, one with the,
0: the thick the thick edge on it
1: yeah thick edge yeah. on it you got the two uh-huh. two grundle straps I don't know if that's yep. the, the technical term but that's what we uh-huh. just, like, that would like break um yep. anyway so but but it was kind of like rounded so like even if you got hit unless it was like a direct hit but if you got like a glancing blow it would always hit you on the inner thigh because like it would just mm-hmm. like that and um wouldn't feel that good no but now they've got you know there's a lot of really good options and that ice hockey cup uh highly recommend highly recommend Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so um well cool man and then um yeah i haven't played i haven't jumped in the field and and i mean i'm gonna say it's been it's been a long time my my wife and i live in argentina now so like oh i got
0: i gotta hook you up with my buddy danny because he's he's the one that uh uh organizes or starting to organize the argentinian national team Oh, you do. Yeah, I would love so that. I got I to gotta hook you up with him and, and uh, just kind of get that connection going for you. All right, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, and
1: then you also uh, string heads and 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 do it pretty well, man. I follow you on Instagram. I know a lot of people listening probably do. And um, there's, there's certain head stringers out there that whenever they post something, I'm like, all right, like, here's the next mm-hmm. series. Here's the next installment. Uh, and you're definitely one of them. So, you know, how, when did you start stringing up heads?
0: Um, pretty much freshman year of high school, uh, 13 and, uh, it kind of came down to, you know, I wanted to have a head strung my way. Like I had, I had like a a lax unlimited, you know, pro strength, strong thing. And, and it had 17 traditional drop sidewall. And I was like, I really want the monster mesh. I want, you know, everyone's using it. I wanted that. And, you know, it pretty much simply was okay. Well, we're not paying for a hundred dollars, you know um string job so why don't you just learn and you learn and, and then you can do whatever you want with it when you want with it and so i taught myself and hmm. and it kind of just uh blew up from there strung i was a freshman stringing my varsity you know starter sticks and then uh sophomore year doing the same thing junior year doing the same thing and all of a sudden it kind of turned into me stringing half of the team sticks in high school yeah so i was and then just kind of you know 2012 was when i started Redbeard and it's like, oh, there's a lot of people that like to string sticks. It's not just like the, the box stores and got to share it, which was probably the best thing ever. Now there's hundreds, if not, you know, thousands of, of stringers now, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, The 10 diamonds making a resurgence, huh?
0: Yes. That's, that, <laughs> yeah, it. I saw you string
1: yeah. one. I mean, um uh, Mesh Dynasty just came out with the 10 diamond. And They're, for those, there, okay. there it is back there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I mean, for those that don't know, like Ten Diamond in like two thousand three or four or five, like mm-hmm. was out. I mean, there was Ten Diamond. I I was looking at a picture of Tillman Johnson today. He's got Ten Diamond mm-hmm. uh, in there, and um, it's back. It's back. So you you do you like the Ten Diamond mesh?
0: I do, I do, and I I I, I like it. Um, the if anybody's just looking for something just to kill the ball in your stick, you know, looking for no rebound, just just absolutely die go for it, you know, cause, it, cause that's exactly what it's going to do. Um, if you're looking to make, you know, a 70, 60 yard outlet, probably isn't for you. I mean, there is a lot of drag. There's a lot less, you know um, the ball is going to just sag more into that pocket and give you like that hook or that, that whip. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the pros and cons of it. But I mean, it's really cool to see it back and and being, being made with really high quality materials. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, it's not just like a, just a, a hard, nylon that's just gonna keep bagging bagging and bagging it's 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 a high quality stuff which is which is great to see and it's insanely light that's
1: awesome yeah yeah i kind of think of it as like a fish like a fishing net if you can kind of think of it like if you you know the ball hits the fishing net it's just like it's gonna rattle around in there and really dampen and, and not rebound but if you try and like throw with that thing and that's a that's a that's a exaggerated example but it's you know that it's more like a fishing net than you know the 17 diamond or the 20 diamond that's gonna give you that solid grip on the ball. Yep, uh, sure. but you mentioned you you love throwing those outlets. So so what what do you go with for your gamer?
0: Um right now I mean this was this was my world my world stick when I played for team slovakia and that's the um the uh discipline or the disciple from mesh uh the mesh dynasty it's it's the it's the the rhombus and the um oh my god the traditional diamond so it's the combination of the two and it was just butter like there's literally there's little to no pocket so it's Mm -hmm. super shallow um the 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 channel is next to nothing it just needs enough just to get the ball up and out Mm -hmm. Um, but when you have your hands kind of tied up with your gear on you really can't get you know a full over the head throw so you're really kind of just utilizing the length of the stick i grew up with a forty-inch shaft too. I never used the thirty, and when I saw thirties coming in, I tried. I was like, I don't like this. Went back to a forty. So this is actually forty-six inches long, so I can actually get up and out and and just whip those things down the floor. So it's just something that's very very smooth. Um, you know, I can feel the ball go through a uh, little click, and that's 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 really it. Um, mm-hmm. But smoother the better. Full ten to two kind of outlet, very traditional, old school. I guess you would call it now. Kind of a kind of a play or or, or throw.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, sticking with gear, what what uh, what's your favorite head to string up?
0: Um one one head that I mean I mean there's kind of like two now, but one head that you can never go wrong and you can never mess up is probably a nemesis. Just just the face shape just allows for just like a perfect uh, channel every time if that's what you're looking for. Um, but I've strung so many of them and I could probably do it in my sleep right now. It's probably an eclipse or even an eclipse too. Cause I mean, everything that they did from the original eclipse and they put, they, they literally did everything into the eclipse too. So you could, you could literally sit there with your eyes closed and, and string the thing and pretty much come out with a beautiful pocket every time, which mm-hmm. is you know, what you want. So it's, it's, it's definitely a, a luxury that these companies are taking into consideration the stringers and being able to give us something that'll produce something every, you know, beautiful every time or something that'll go to a goalie and be able to succeed with.
1: Yeah. Well, it only took uh twenty years for SDX Eclipse to to upgrade and come out with the with the Eclipse too. So I guess we'll get the Eclipse three sometime in 2040 or something like that.
0: (laughs) I mean, if if it lasted for twenty years, I guess if it isn't broken, don't fix it. You know, so I think that was their mentality on it. So I mean, but yeah, I
1: heard I heard some rumors about some new heads coming out. Um, So well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a rumor at this point. East Coast Dies is coming out with a head. Have you seen that?
0: I haven't. I I saw some sneak peeks, and I got a uh, um some sort of questionnaire almost a year ago about yeah. like what you like and whatnot. I saw that go around and that got sent to me. But other than that, I haven't seen anything else. And I'm excited to to see what they can come up with because I think they've had a pretty successful headline so far.
1: Totally. So, totally. Yeah. And I mean, they're very well connected in the, in the, in the lacrosse world as yeah. well. So, you know, just kind of tapping that. Um, yeah. I, I haven't, obviously I don't have one, but I've seen pictures of it and um, yeah, I'm excited for that too. And then I think there's going to be a Nemesis Four coming out too. So already, yeah.
0: Oh, all right. Well, that'll be that'll be fun. That'll yeah. be fun. And Nemesis Three is definitely definitely taken off within the last year too, especially in the box game.
1: Yeah. What, why, why do you think it's taken off in the box game?
0: Um, face shape. Mm-hmm. So what are you looking for
1: are... in the in, like what makes a good face shape in the box head?
0: So uh, I mean, I think U line or I'm sorry, U line. Um, the Under Armour headline was kind of like a a mesh between, you know, we need a head for the NLL, for the goalies there. And we need a field head for all of our, for all the teams. That's what I saw when I looked at it, mm-hmm. just flat, flat scoops. So you can sit on the floor without mm-hmm. having to like really lean on it. And it doesn't get the spin. If you get catch a ball in the corner, um, just stiffness, like lateral stiffness. So if I put it to the side, that's as far as it's going to go. And this, yeah. this head is, is three, four years old already. So. I mean, it, that's pretty much and um, not too much of an offset. So like, mm, yeah. what, well, I shouldn't really say that because the, 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 the Mark II G is, is pretty much is taken, taken box by storm. And I mean, Frank um, Shiliano and a couple other pro guys in the NLL are actually using the Mark II G too. And, and um, it's got a forward uh, offset, right. like the, uh, the original Eraser. So it's actually got a forward offset on it. Um, which gives you a totally different feel and you don't have like that laid back, like the eclipse and, you know, so, so it's really stiffness scoop and, um, durability. Cause I mean, I'll lean on this thing and fold it in half underneath my legs. If there's a, if there's a low shot, cause you know, I just want to seal everything. Yeah. Awesome. That's pretty much the three. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, well, I think the nemesis three is a lean women's. Um, I mean, they're losing half their market right there, you know, wow you got to have it in both. So I I think that's my, that that might be one of the reasons they're getting the Nemi 4 out there, but we'll see. I don't know. It's all hearsay. (laughs) Um, And then you posted one one head the other day that like I hadn't seen in like years, the, uh, uh, which one is it? The, uh,
0: Oh, the Harrow barrage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Talk to me about that head.
0: So ironically enough, um, the Harrow barrage I just came across on just online. And I was like, man, I haven't seen one of these in years. Um, <laughs> just picked it up. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to try stringing it up. And it's been sitting around for a bit and, and you know, the 10 D came out. So I'm going to try one of the 10 D pieces. And it just kind of, just kind of fits really nice. Not for nothing. I mean, it, it looks almost exactly like a Nemi. It does. But it's, it's like half the weight, but it's a little bit of a, it's, it's, it's a little flexy up the top. It's a yeah. little thing. Yeah. But, um, other than that, it it's it strung up. Perfect. Um, I think it has more sidewall holes, than the original nemesis to be, to be totally honest. Um, but Harrow, Harrow had some interesting thoughts on, on equipment when they were in the game, especially their complete uh, men's and women's sticks and the goalie stick. Have You ever seen those? Uh-huh. No, you've never seen those. You, uh-huh. you gotta, I, I have one it's it's a, unfortunately my parents place right now I, I i've been willing to i've been meaning to string it up so i'll get that strung and i'll send you a picture of it but it yeah. was a complete um composite shaft and head all together uh, all together just a one piece wow um and and as you could probably imagine what the biggest problem was is that you know it needs to absorb impact and the things would just explode yeah. They would <laughs> explode and and it'd be useless so it's either you cut off the shaft and put out another head or or, you know, you, you can't do anything with it. So, um, you know, they came, I think they came and went pretty quick and they came in a full 40 inch too. So it's like, you got this big old stick coming in and it's just one. piece.
1: Yeah. Well, you break, you break the head and then the whole thing's, the whole thing's done. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's so interesting. And, um, do you, uh, I see like you, you string all kinds of heads. Like a lot of people when they're posting things these days, it's pretty much just eclipses, like all the state, a lot, all like the brand new ones, but I see you stringing up OG eclipses, shields. Um, I mean, you go for it all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean um, it kind of, it, it, I I remember going online and seeing just, you know, or going to garage sales and seeing a lot of heads just kind of being discarded or being sold for a dollar or like, hey man, I'm getting rid of a goalie head. Do you want it? And and buddies from like beer leagues would would end up giving them to me because, you know, I I knew goalies that needed them or whatever else. And it kind of turned into like, I want to, you know, build a resurgence of these things and give them to get them to go in goalies hands that don't have the, you know, 250 to $300 to buy a brand new head to get, to get into the game. It's like, if I can find one of these, clean it up, you know, make sure everything is, 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 is as good as it can go with the head and, and give them a new pocket and make it affordable for them, you know, and then and then you know sell it. As long as I'm covering my basis and it's all covering, you know, the materials, I'm totally fine with it. And at least it gets into someone's hands that, that can at least use it. Even if it's for, you know, two months, you know, for a spring season for a coach that, you know, doesn't have a goalie and they just need something good enough to give to their kids and go, okay, you have a legitimate stick. It's not a factory strung racket where all they're doing is just, you know, playing tennis in the goal. And they're like, coach, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't fun. I'm not making saves. So if that ball just sticks in the stick and the kid goes, man, I can do this. You know, that's that's one more piece to growing, you know, that position. Because nobody wanted to. No one likes to get hit by balls. But if they make them feel like they're making that save and know that the ball stayed in their stick, then maybe they stick with it. So that was my hope behind it. And, and that's why I, I have all these sticks that come through. and And just, you know, they're not broken nothing wrong with them, a little right. dirty, string them up. And then, and then they're, you know, going to, going to a new home. Love it. So man. That's, that was the huge mission of that.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times kids, when they have those factory strung sticks or even worse, like just sticks that are super old, no pocket. Uh, and mm-hmm. they, that not only can they not make saves, but they can't throw and they just end up not having a good experience and goal. Um, and so, you know, like you said, if you can get them a, even a decent stick to start out with, like it, it changes their experience, and so grow growing the position one string job at a time.
0: One hundred percent.
1: And then you're selling those on your sideline swap, or is there is there another spot? Um, yeah, that you do. So,
0: yeah, so so any anything that I kind of refurbishing and and do that, I, I throw it right onto sideline swap, and and it goes out the door. I mean, someone sends me an offer, and okay, cool, it's yours. That's kind of kind of like how it goes cool
1: uh is it is this redbeard lacrosse
0: yeah redbeard Lax, just silence forward slash redbeard blacks
1: nice I'll link up to that and then do you also do like custom orders if if people wanted to get you know a head strung up by you specifically to do, is that something you do
0: yeah, yeah, I had a site for a little bit and then um just kind of lost track of it and and uh, you know life things of course right. so uh it kind of died down for a few years and, and then started getting back into it. And, you know, um, people email me or DM me on Instagram. That's probably the easiest way is DM on Instagram. But yeah, um, email, you know, Blacks at Gmail and, and then just, hey, can you do this? Yeah, 100%. And then, you know, kind of just go from there.
1: What do you um, what do you need to know about them to in order to string up a pocket that you know they're going to like or what what kind of
0: questions do you ask? Oh, I created a Google sheet. I think the week before. Yeah, I got a Google sheet on my link tree now. So so if somebody's interested, they can they can uh, they can fill out the entire thing. So um, I ask them uh, their shooter setup because that kind of that kind of lets me know right away like what kind of pocket they use. So if they're like, oh, I go with one shoot one shooter, okay. They might just have a super low bag and then they want just a little bit, just a release point. Or like if I have three straights, okay, they want something that's just super buttery and they want that ball just to just release and not have any click off the plastic. Mm. Um, I'll ask them like pocket depth. Um, If you want, you know, again, kind of pertaining to the style of stick that they or how the ball is going to be released. Um, Do you want more? uh, Do you want to give up more rebounds? Or do you want to, you know, wait more rebound control and shorter outlet that distance? Or do you want happy medium or do you want to be able to whip that thing 70 yards on the dot and hit that guy in the run or that that girl on the run you know every single time but just have softer hands and know that you got to just kind of you know go with that that uh that shot a little bit more um so that's the biggest thing and and um nowadays and and the luxury is so many companies making mesh. It's like okay what do you what what do you use right now Mm-hmm. and what do I have on hand or do I need to just need to buy that piece straight for you and get that strung up in your stick because if there's something that you like and you're you're with and you don't want to change I'm all for it and I'll make that happen um goalies or are creatures of habit you know that and and if there's something that they don't want changed, then that's then that's it and I will duplicate anybody's stick down to how they tie off the knots and I've done it. And, yeah. and the, and players are like, this is amazing. This feels exactly like the last one. And that's the biggest compliment. That's the biggest compliment right there. As long as they're succeeding and they're like, this is, this is thrown exactly how it was before. That's even better than, than anything in the world. Love it. Love it. All right. I'm,
1: I'm going to go through that Google doc. See, see what's in there. <laughs> go for <it. laughs> um, Yeah. You mentioned a lot of, there's a lot of companies putting out great mesh these days. Um, mm. If you had to make like a top three, do you have like a top three in terms of of what you like what you like to use?
0: Um, Right now, personally, uh, stringer shack G three. I I love the stuff that Mesh Dynasty is coming out with because it's just not one option for goalies. You got all all different options so that the um, discipline or disciple, the two different uh you know um diamond designs is amazing just mm-hmm. to give you that versatility because you feel the difference with it you can bag this thing out and still have a buttery throw a bit buttery outlet um and uh one we probably heard, haven't heard from in a really long time is is fiber is from throwing lacrosse so that piece of mesh is is insanely light super, super you know durable um i had a piece in a stick for 4 years and it was a, you know, stretch as a stretch can go. And the thing had not a single pull in it, had nothing. So it was it was really, 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 really nice to have that. I mean, um, and a company that definitely changed the game and really kind of, I think, started the conversation of even, you know, um, how the Mesh Dynasty came in with all its different models is, is uh, ECD Hero. Mm-hmm. I mean, ECD Hero changed the entire diamond shape. So, I mean, that was the first time I saw that and it frustrated the living hell out of me trying to figure out how to string it because it was nothing like anything that's been out before. Yeah. But, you know, it's still, a, it's still a great piece of mesh. and, and But uh, the top three I think would be the, the hybrid, you know, the two different diamond shapes, the stringer shack and the, the fiber. That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. I get a lot of basic questions from uh, youth that are just like starting out, or maybe they're, maybe they come from parents who are like, I got to get my kid a stick. And so, you know, I, I like to have these conversations uh, and answer these questions, because a lot of times I've been in the game a bunch of years, you've been in the game a bunch of years, and you don't think about like, well, wh- what are the, wh- why do we even have shooters in mm-hmm. our stick, right? Mm-hmm. Wh- wh- why do some goalies have these versus, you know, straight across? Um, I'd love to hear your take on, on those two questions, if you could.
0: Um, well, actually just looking, looking over your shoulder at, um, uh, the big nasty to your right and, and having the V in the straight and then, uh, and then having your CL 18 on your, on your, uh, your left and just yeah. seeing the two different mesh pieces, you have the straights in in the smaller diamonds, so you're going to have a a, a, a smoother feel. Um, it's going to probably be a smoother release, and I know probably for a fact that you'll be able to still have a nice smooth release on this, but it's going to be a definitive release point with the two shooters stacked on top of each other. So that thing's not going to click on the plastic, but you're going to have a nice definitive release. And you can do and you and the lower you go, that's when that ball is going to start to catch, and and you can either you know really whip it or you can. You know, kind of, you know, loop it over the top or or you know, so like looking at this, I have my shooters almost to the top of the stick. I want that ball to release to here.
1: Mm, but my yeah. but
0: the ball only sits mid in the plastic. So I only got, you know, eight inches for that ball to travel. If I if it's lower, I want that shooter to be a little bit lower so that the ball doesn't have to travel all this way and you're not, you know, releasing here, the sticks, the ball's releasing here. So uh, depending yeah. on how your pocket is to to how much or the style of mesh that you have in there um, will kind of determine like what kind of shooter setup set you want to put in. Like if you have a piece that's that you want a wider channel, you might want to throw a V in it because that V will kind of channel the ball up. If you want mm-hmm. something with a super tight channel, you might not need a V. you might just want to just go with a, a straight, just a single. Mm-hmm. you know so and it comes down to preference. I mean a V is is huge when on rebounds. So if you're going for like an off stick side high and that ball hits that V hits, hits like, you know, that upper corner in between the shooter, the the straight and the V that mm-hmm. ball might have a tendency to go down and then get caught on or, or hits the plastic and then hits that, the V of the shooter and be able to kind of direct it back into the bottom of the pocket. And then it comes out to preference. And I think a little bit of style comes into that too. Everybody wants to kind of be original and show off what they like and,
1: yeah. you know, that was such a great explanation yeah yeah Thank so you. like as you're as you're throwing you know the the your outlets i mean the ball you know essentially has to travel all the way up and and the shooters tighten the mesh right here make it a lot stiff and help help control that that release point point. and you see guys like um brian phipps in the in the in the pll yeah. plays with a bag i mean this one is probably like one like this is probably about two and a half balls deep he's he's gotta be like three or four balls deep. And so like in order to outlet, he needs to bring it all the way up here and and like outlet it, like, you know, release it kind of like right there. And that is a very hard throw, you know, for youth. So yeah, I mean, just like there's pros and cons and balances and it, it's, it's good to understand all this stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, awesome, well, I love it. And then there was another question. Um, so if a kid's just starting out, you know, Nine-year-old kids just jumping into goal. What what kind of setup would you recommend based on that info? Because they probably don't know like what they don't know. If you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, typically, I mean, my my standard is is would be like two V's and a nylon, just mm-hmm. very very simple. Um, if they if I'm if and it all it also depends on the head. Like um, I actually have a head to string for my girlfriend's student. Um, shout out to Lauren and she, she's got a, a goal master. So I want to, and it's a factory strong, so I want to give her something. So she sticks with the position. because She's actually thinking about moving to defense. So I'm trying to like get her to stay in the cage, but, um, I'm probably just going to go with two straights. I want something that's going to be super user-friendly. I want to use something that's super low maintenance. So if anything comes untied, all you got to do is just tie the knots back up and that's it. Mm-hmm. and that you'll be able to just shove in a bag, pull out, punch the pocket out and, and be on your way. That's, that's what I would be, would would be looking at. Um, anything else like that, I would, probably two straights and a U or, I mean, I think a lot of these kids look at pros nowadays because YouTube is so available, yeah. the PLL is so available and they're able to see pros and they're able to see these, these uh, guy, uh, guys and girls play. And they're looking at, you know um, their shooter setups and they want all oh, you know, I want the Brian Phipps setup, or I want, you know, you know, uh, the Tillman setup, or I want um, the, uh, uh, the Ward setup or whatever it may be. They want to, you know, they want to idolize those, those, those players or the Megan Taylor setup, whoever it it, it, it is, it is what it is. You know, they just want to idolize. So if they want that, you know, I'll give it to them. I'll make it, I'll make sure that the pocket is user-friendly enough for them to be able to, again, shove it in their bag, pull it out, punch the pocket. And again, cage and play and be, confident with it. That's that's the mission that's the goal with every stick. Love it. So yeah. yeah,
1: the one the other thing that PLL did is um, you know, not only is the slow-mo footage. Like not only do you have a lot of footage, but you have like just very different footage and like there's this one can canon save that like got me sold on on V's and U's because like I don't know if you've seen this save but he like jumps up and like makes the save and the ball starts like traveling up the pocket, like kind of to the side. And you can see the, like the U just like grip it, you know, it like kind of grabs the ball and just instead of like shooting out, just kind of pops up and he, and he snags it. And I'm like, all right, now I like that save really taught me one of the benefits of the V's and the U's
0: and I love it. Have you ever seen way back when Billy Bitter actually had a U um, in the bottom of his throat and it was it was just before the whole stringing boom, and he had a U that that was actually in the bottom of the stick where the ball would sit. So like the right, ball, like I right actually, down here. Yeah, it, it would be. So it, it it was. Uh, so it would be in his player stick, and it would actually just grip the ball. Uh-huh. and It would just sit around it, so that when he's cradling vertically, that ball just sat inside of that. Got it. He was able to use control it. and I was like, man, that's so genius. But it, that's exactly what I thought when you're talking about the slow mo and and talking about like you know the ball redirecting to the bottom of the pocket with that you so yeah. i mean it's it's wild i mean their media team and everything else they're putting the production of the pll is 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 what's grown i think the field game right now for sure yeah undoubtedly
1: yeah i love it i love it and under the under the camera uh or under the hood uh talking with the players like while they're playing yeah.
0: <laughs> it's awesome. that's wild that's great it's
1: cool uh, well, and you got Blaze. I mean, the MVP of the league is a goalie, so you know, representing, 100%. representing. I love it. And he plays forward in the in the NLL, which is just crazy.
0: Yeah. I got a I got a quick little funny story about Blaze too. Let's and hear uh, it. Okay, so like the way they they um, I play at the Wings Training Center for our men's league, mm-hmm. and um, this is going a few years back. It must have been the first year or the second year the Wings came back. And uh it was when Chris cloutier was was drafted by the Wings. And they were they were in Philly for whatever and, and we had a men's league game and and they were out there, Chris and, and Blaze were out there, you know, shooting around with the kids doing a clinic. And I'm getting dressed and Blaze turns around and goes, Any goalie you want to get in so we can actually shoot? And I was like, Yes. Jumped through my gear on, jumped into the into the rink, um, almost ate it because my leg pads got caught behind myself. I mean I'm only five, eight and a half, five, nine with, with sneakers on and just an absolute foam, but almost ate it, got in cage and we're shooting and I'm stopping every shot on blaze. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. Like he's really, re- he's letting him, he's letting him go. And then he cat and he just winds up a little, a little off speed and he catches me stepping and I just shrugged and it went past me. He goes, gotcha. And he just bolts. He just ran off the floor. And, and he's like, just, just, just just the funny, just the little bit of competition that you could feel from him and taking shots from those guys and then knowing that he didn't want to move get off the floor until he scored on me was a lot of fun. It was just very, very loose, very friendly. And uh and I've heard a lot of good things about about him just, you know, in the locker room outside the locker room. But that little bit of competition and getting shot on those guys was was really cool and and seeing that and knowing that, you know, he could figure me out as a goalie, you know. Right. That's it awesome. Was, That's was, awesome
1: story. And yeah. the guy knows how to leave as a champion, you know, leave on a high, oh. leave on a high note.
0: <laughs> yep. no doubt. No doubt. One and done. Oh, I got you. I'm out.
1: Yeah. Reminds me of George from Seinfeld. I don't know if you've seen this episode where like he tells a joke and like he's like leaving at a high point in the meeting. I don't know. Do you watch Seinfeld at all?
0: I, I, I probably the most un-American thing ever is that I've never watched that. Okay. All right. No worries. No <laughs> worries.
1: But he has this like, he has this theory where he wants to like leave at a high point and he tells a joke oh. and it's like in a meeting, he's like, well, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> and then <laughs> just leaves anyway. Great. All right, great. man. Any, any other good stories like that? That was great. <laughs>
0: um, uh, well in, in Langley when, when I was, when I was at worlds, um, in 2019, um, just just being there and and um, you know I listening to you talking a lot about the mental game and just keeping yourself in the game and keep yourself focused. You know we had fifteen minute breaks in between each you know at the half and I was like this is just way too long. Like I'm getting cold. Yeah. I didn't want to sit there. And uh, thankfully our our one of our coaches uh, Dave Maurice, he, he, he West Coast uh, goaltender played in the NLL, and he's like come on let's let's go on the floor. And I was just in a weird mood. And uh, he goes, you know, what's bugging you? So I was like, I'm just, I'm just not, I'm out of it. I'm out of it. He goes, when are you? He's like, all right, we're going to go take shots. It's like, okay. Walked out onto the floor and just taking shots. And he goes, look at this place. Just, just look, just look at this place. It's like, yeah, I see. He goes, when's the next time that you'll be able to stand here and just take shots and just, just, just relax, have fun, have fun, have a good time. Stop taking, just stop getting inside your head. Just we're just gonna take shots. And that's what we did for like the next like eight minutes until the next half. And then we went in and, you know, just just a lot more relaxed, a lot cooler. Cause, you know, you, you know, like you're your own worst enemy. You're you're secluded in this, in this circle alone, and everyone's relying on you to do your job. And you know, you you get in your head for even one shot. And, and then you're just your doubt and your your confidence can just go right out the window and absolutely deflate. So it was. It was really cool, and and he was a huge help, and and just kind of like having that and knowing that with a coach on the team and seeing that was like, hey, we're going to get out of here. Was was really nice, and and um, yeah, that's 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 really kind of the the only other. No, that's story. great. Like, that's that's yeah. such a
1: great. That's such a great lesson too. Is I I think a lot of goalies like when they have those pregame nerves or, you know, they're not playing well. Look around, like take it all in. You know, like enjoy the the grass, smell of the grass. You know, you're out there playing lacrosse with your friends because mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be gone very soon. And I would give quite a bit to go back and have one more of those those high pressure Friday night under the lights type of games. Uh, I miss it so much. So so while you're in it, like, you know, be in it. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's a huge point. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear more about the world game. So, you know, how did that, how did that come to be? Um, and you played for team uh,
0: Slovakia.
1: Slovakia. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. I'd love to hear more about that.
0: So, so I went with them to, to Euros, uh, the European Championships in Turku, Finland in 2017, which qualified me as a non-passport holder for Worlds. And was able you, to in your Slovakia, like
1: your family Slovakian?
0: Yeah. They have the, I have a lineage that was able to qualify me for, for that. And was able to then, um, qualify for worlds. Cause you're only allowed X number of non-passport holders. Got it. Cause they want to keep it as, as, um, you know, national as, as possible. You
1: should. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's the only way it's going to grow anyway. So if you have just all Canadian, all American, you know, it's, it, and it's not really that fun. You don't get to meet everybody. So, you know, everybody can do that. Um, right. and being able to get there and then qualify and, and, and go with those guys was an absolute honor and, and, and an experience that I will never Forget for you know my entire life, um, but being able to not only play against some of you know uh, the the most the most talented players from all over the world, um, Costa Rica, the Czechs, Czech Republic, excuse me, um, the Scots, um, Scotland, um, Germany, you know the. They're they're all nationals. They're, they're they're national players, and they're coming. They're coming to you know, bringing their best players and competing. And and that was I mean the camaraderie and seeing guys walk around from rink to rink or in between locker rooms because we're right next to each other. You know, you can only you can only be so far away. Right. And we'll hang out and watch the next game. It's like, hey, what's going on, man? You know, we just beat the crap out of each other. But do you want to like go grab a bite or something, or we'll stay and watch the next game? Or are you going to come and watch the canada iroquois game? Or are you going to come and watch the U.S.-Israel game? And we'll end up meeting up with other teams and and watching games and and just kind of talking lacrosse. And it was that was that was absolutely amazing. And and living in an Airbnb with uh, twenty other twenty other twenty-two other guys was uh, was an experience within itself as well. <laughs> so it was, it, was, it was, you know, college all over again, being able to, you know, just kind of have your friends right next to you, you know, knocking on the door, Hey man, you want to go get food or go yeah. for a walk or whatever else. So it was, it was, it was a cool 10 days.
1: Yeah, I bet. That sounds awesome. Um, well, cool. Congrats on that experience and, and play and representing the the team. And that's great. Um, you can do it again, or you kind of, you kind of passed that point of your career. Oh,
0: We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I just I just turned 30. So, you know, uh, Euros is coming up, I think, next summer. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it's going. I'm having a lot of fun just playing as much as I can and uh, playing with like uh, our the club team. that I play with the the Philadelphia Athletics and uh, mm-hmm. just tournaments and just consistent leagues around the Philadelphia, South Jersey area and awesome. just, just trying to have fun. That's 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 it right now put yep. a lot of pressure on myself for a little bit and it became feeling like a job. And I was like, I'm not even getting paid for this right now, dude. What are you, what are you stressing <laughs> out about? Like, go out and have fun with your friends, like just relax and let's yeah. just kind of get back to it. So it's, it's, it's good. It's good again. It's good. again.
1: Yeah. For you um, when you, when you think about training for the position, is it, just, is it just playing right now, getting, getting reps or are there like other kind of drills or exercises that you're doing to, to, Up your game
0: um so one thing I love to do and that that has been the biggest um component to my success that I would that I would have to see is watching myself is you know yeah I have a YouTube channel but I don't I, I pick the highlights and I do everything else but I'm sitting there for two three hours just rewinding playing rewinding playing rewinding and just watching myself watching my positioning watching my step see how the release was on the shooter. Where did he shoot? If it was a screen, how do I step or, or how do I see around that screen? And that's even, you know, in the field game, I still watch like my highlight reels from when I was in high school. Like, you know, oh, you know, this is cool. Like the recruiting highlight reels, you know, that was on VHS and whatnot. So, you know, just seeing how I played and how I progressed and there's there's nothing better than than that. And and one um, one uh, drill that I still do from time to time that uh, my goalie coach when I was in high school, Dean Whitty. Um, recommended and, and highly you know pushed on us was stand in front of a mirror stand in front of a mirror in your position and make the step put your hand across see where your stick is is, is your stick past your face are you getting your head behind uh, behind the stick are you you know how are your hands positioned you know are you are you are you totally crossed up are you framing right like and just doing every position and freezing so take the first step freeze bring your trail foot you know off stick highs, take the step, freeze, bring the trail foot. So those kind of things was, was huge. And and then, you know, the footage is so invaluable. Like it, it's, it's, it's great. If you can, if you, I mean, well, in the valuable, like if, if, someone could, if someone told me, or if I had, a, if I knew now what I knew then um, to just put a camera on me, like, Hey mom, can you please just set up your cell phone? And mm-hmm. just film me in goal, just have it wide enough so I can see the shooter and just let it sit and let it run. And then I can go back and look at it again. I I think um, you know it'd be a, a, a totally different goal. Yeah. You know, just being able to watch yourself over and over again and see your mistakes, learn from your mistakes saves you cool, but like I want to see how I got scored on. Yeah. Um and then a totally, lot of like I
1: totally agree with that. Just one comment on that too. You could do that in practice too, and it's actually yeah. a lot, you know, um better in practice because you can get the camera like right on the field Mm -hmm. uh, and get like a really cool angle and you can see like I remember uh, I was doing a a seminar with one of the goalies that I sponsored and he was kind of like breaking down this footage and it was like right on the thing and he was breaking down like some of the the shots that went in right Mm -hmm. and he's just like you see like here's exactly what I did wrong and you could see it so clear and it was such like to me a great learning experience and so I think analyzing film like that is incredibly valuable, like you said. Yeah. And the other thing too is like, if you can get, if you can make yourself a little hype tape of like, you know, put all your best saves yeah. on, you know, on a on a little YouTube, on a two to three minute YouTube video. Uh one, if you're, if you're, if you have dreams of playing college lacrosse, that's gonna be, you know, your your resume. But two, if you get in a slump, go watch that video, right? I mean, you get like, you watch that video, you get pumped up. You're like, yeah, like I am a good goalie. Right. So 100%, 100%.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. We'll have to look for the, the Travis, Travis YouTube <laughs> clips on, on, uh, <laughs> on YouTube. There. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, cool. What else, what else, what else we talk about? I feel like we, we covered the spectrum. Um, who, who are your favorite NLL goalies right now?
0: um the one one goal actually he he unfortunately had to be put on the the holdout list was evan kirk evan kirk i i watched his style a lot because he was he was a shorter guy um five eight five nine i think he's listed at five ten he might be a little but he he plays a very square you know feet shoulder width apart um kind of style you know very purposeful every every step was for a purpose it wasn't a big flare it wasn't and that's how i was taught and that that kind of like you know Reflecting my style the most. Um, another goalie, I mean, you know him, Dylan Ward. Yeah. Um, you know, especially transferring and knowing that he was a field goalie, and then watching him play box, I wanted to see how he took it to the game. And he plays exactly the same as he does indoors as he does outdoors, which is insane. Um, I had him another, on the podcast. Uh, he said
1: he said that exact thing. He's like, yeah. to me, it's the exact same. It's it's the only thing that's different for me is what, how I set up with my hands in my mm-hmm. stance. Mm-hmm. Um it's crazy.
0: Yeah. So those those are the two two big guys. I mean, Nick Rose, Nick Rose is huge because he his positioning, his angles, and how he just he knows exactly where that ball is gonna go is unmatched. He'll he he I mean he very small steps, small steps, but he gets that position. And once that shot's wound up, he steps to the top of the arc and he and he knows exactly where that ball's going. Mm-hmm. Um which is which is a lot of fun and, and interesting to see. So um one guy that's super explosive and and fun is, is uh, Zach Higgins. It's a little more explosive, a little more energetic. Um, He's fun. Um, But Evan Kirk is, I think the main guy that I, that I mimic my style off of. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then you got to go with the seven time goaltender of the year, which is Matt Vince. I mean, the guy, the guy is just an absolute machine and he's still doing it and he's absolutely just murdering the game and he's got a style that's, unlike anyone else's high super hand, super uh, hand, super high up on the stick, um, uses every part of his body to cover the actual flat part of the goal. So it's, there's no hand overlapping a thigh or, or, uh, uh, a leg pad when in his stance. So it's hand up at the right hip, stick hand up the right hip off stick hand at the left hip. And he's just an absolute wall across that. But then he's so strong, explosive. He'll get from pipe to pipe, as fast as the guys are running full speed to dive. So mm-hmm. his explosiveness going laterally is insane that he, that he's getting there with the guys and, and keeping track with the stick in front of his face. Um, and that's something that I think I, I struggled with at first was uh, reading, reading um, kind of like head movements from field to box is a lot of box players, you know, like you hear the, the, the saying the stick has eyes and shooting around those screens and, And these guys know exactly where they want to put it around bodies. So I'll be looking at their head or I'll see like a little head movement that I'll recognize as, oh, he's going to shoot it high. But, you know, as soon as I look at that or I notice, you know, that body language, looking at the stick, that all of a sudden that ball's coming low and I'm getting be clean. Mm -hmm. So just, again, sitting on the shot, just focusing on the ball and focusing on the ball being released from the stick and then reacting to it is, is was was huge in just breaking it down and just like the ball is the only thing that can beat me. That's it. Even if the guy's charging at you and about to dive across the crease, the ball is the only thing that can beat me that can change the the outcome of this game and just just kind of playing against that. But um, yeah, Kirk, Vince, Ward, uh, Higgins, um, Bouquet, another shorter, bigger dude. He's fun to watch, plays for Vancouver uh, Warriors right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Is
1: it, um, what was I going to say? Oh, is like how do you where'd you learn how to play box if there how do i learn how to play box is there i i have like very i don't think i have any like instructional content on my site on like how to like how to be a box goalie is there something out there do you have that on your youtube channel
0: um i googled upon google upon google search yeah and and youtube has um johnny meridian had like a basics of box goaltending with brandon miller Mm mm-hmm um, and it was very basic about some shooting drills, but nothing super crazy. Um, I think, uh,
1: I know Dallas Eliukes put out some stuff.
0: Yeah. He's got, he's got some interesting, some really cool content. I haven't seen any of it. I got to subscribe and I got to, I got to just bite the bullet and do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, why not? Yeah. Um, but talking, I've talked to Marty O'Neill a whole bunch. He played, uh, in the NLL for a long time, Victoria Shamrock legend, but, um, kind of but going from like that you know that era to this era is, is definitely changed in in just goal size speed and and you know the game is the same but it's just everything's a, i think a little bit faster and just a little bit different as far, to, as, far as ideology especially guys coming from field to box um yeah. but a lot of which like i said before was watching myself and then watching other goalies so like I'm not telling you I've watched Evan Kirk I watched every single game of Evan Kirk and just see how he stepped you know, where was the stick positioning? Is the stick, you know, on the ground at a high, sh- you know, from, from a, an outside shot, which is like, you know, 12 yards mm-hmm. um, uh, or, or, or is his stick on the ground, you know, in tight, does the stick need to be on the ground? Is it just lifted a little bit to, to guard the upper part of the five hole? Cause you're using the smaller stick, um, you know, where's this arm at? So I'm, I'm just, I'm watching and I'm mimicking. So that, that's how I, I learned and I taught myself. And then, you know, um, again, Dave Mauricio at worlds gave me a few pointers and a few tips. Again, he wasn't, he's like, I don't want to change anything. You're here. It's nothing that you, that you're, that I'm going to be able to do now. That's going to, you know, change the outcome of the game. But if you want to try it, try it. And that's how he kind of approached. It. And that's how, what I liked, how I like to coach and how I like to approach it as well. Same. So that was, that was really nice. Yeah. Um, but just watching myself, watching games, um, and then just reps, just getting good shooters that know the indoor game and saying, Hey, like, what do you see? What am I doing? You know, how, how are you scoring on me right now? And I'd be able to do that. A good buddy, Alex Turner, long time, Philadelphia wing and Colorado mammoth would just shoot for two and a half hours, three hours sometimes. And just, just absolutely pummel me, pummel me. And it was so much fun, but, I mean, you just sweat through your gear and your gear goes from 45 pounds to 60 pounds, you know, in a, in a two hour sessions. But, you know, it's fun, but it's it, it, it helps. Every shot helps for sure. And you know, you know that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, how many people tagged you in that box goalie fight? Or 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 uh, sent or sent you the fight because I I gotta say like everyone that knows that I do work in lacrosse like sent sent me that <laughs> I'm like all right I've seen this
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I got I got tagged a whole bunch I actually stringed for for the goalie that got in that got it that got into the scuffle Ethan Woods do you um, yeah I actually stringed for him and I was like oh yeah he got in I'm gonna see him play and sure enough not even a shot in and and he gets he, he, he tr- he's trying to get some energy for the team. Yeah, but yeah, I, I got tagged a lot, a lot. A lot. <laughs>
1: a lot. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, comedian. Travis,
1: man, this has been tons of fun. Thanks for coming on the show and just just chatting and kind of sharing some stories. Um, I usually ask the question if you had to leave the goalies out there with a with one final piece of advice, what would that be?
0: Uh, just have fun. Just love the game. Um your time if you're if your time will come. If you're not starting, your time will come. Just keep working hard. You know, find some good goalies around you to bounce ideas off of and and just keep going.
1: Love it, man. Well, it's, it's, it's redbeard underscore lax on Instagram. Is that where you hang out the most Instagram?
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'll link up to all everything when, when this comes out.
0: Uh, Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great time. Thank you.
1: So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that episode. With Travis Redbeard, awesome to catch up with him, talk lacrosse, talk sticks, talk mesh, talk stringing, talk box, great great stuff. Hope you guys are enjoying this college lacrosse season. I know I am. We've been following it quite close, watching all the goalies. Been some amazing goalie play. Who's been your favorite so far? Lacrosse Goalie Summit 6 right around the corner. By the time this comes out, signups will be happening. Goalie Summit Com. GoalieSummit.com. It's a five-day event, March 28th through April 1st. It's going to be awesome. Some of the best coaches in our sport all lined up to give you amazing presentations. Get a free ticket. You can attend live, GoalieSummit.com. That'll do it for this week's episode. We'll be back next week with a new episode. In the meantime, get out there, get some work in, do well and be well. Coach Damon, take care. you've been listening to the lax goalie rat podcast with your host coach damon wilson